great day, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Inner Visions of a Political Side Hustler. This is your host, Raymond Ricks II, better known as Inner Visions on Instagram. You can catch me on Inner Visions Open Mic Live later on this evening. It will be 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, with all kinds of great poetic talent, you have actors, actresses come on in. It's something special, it's something to listen to. Yes, yes, it's a must-see. Come check it out. Well, this episode is going to be something worth listening to. To the people in Houston, we are going to talk about the results of the Houston mayor race between former Senator John Whitmore versus Sheila Lee Jackson. Yes, the results are in. This happened um, a few days ago and it surprised a lot of people. But is it karma or is it just somebody not stepping up like they're supposed to in the community? All that and more on interventions of a political side hustler. We take stories very seriously. We dig inside or behind the stories. It's game time. Let's get it. Senate, Whitmire has worked on criminal justice and public safety. 
he'll bring his experience as state senator to help the city of Houston get the funds it needs. We need state resources on our infrastructure, our water supply, our public safety. So I will bring Austin and Houston leadership to work together and with the county. The county and the city are going to have to work closer together. The deadline for candidates to file for a place on the ballot is August 20th. All right, we're going to go to another video. This time on Sheila Lee Jackson announcing her candidacy. All right, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. I asked this next young lady before I say that. They said if you want something done right, send a woman to do it. Now, when he took this 
stage. He had a long list of thank yous while also talking about the things that he wants to see change in the city of Houston. He does say that he believes that we do live in a great city while also admitting that there are some problems that need to be fixed. Great cities solve their problems. We will make this a safer city. We will do it by recruiting more officers, supporting the officers we have, the coalition building with other agencies. Our infrastructure will be repaired and fixed, not only streets, but water. Great cities do not boil their water for two days. Together, we can solve our problems. And of those in attendance, Houston Police Chief Troy Finner. We had a chance to speak with him about how he thinks about our new mayor of the city of Houston. I feel good about He's a, a great man, uh, a lot of respect in our city. It's just important that everybody works together and keep moving our city forward. And uh, a new mayor come in with his own ideas, and everybody need to respect that and move forward. Real simple. But we still do have to wait about a month to see John Whitmire take the seat as mayor, as he will be sworn in in January. Reporting at the George R. Brown, Shelby Rose, Fox 26 News. On Politico, Democratic State Senator John Whitmore defeated Democratic Representative Sheila Lee Jackson in a Saturday runoff election, which was highly contested. But the people were very much concerned about the safety of the streets because the crimes there in Houston has gotten out of hand. It has become one of the most unsafest cities in America. Behind um, New York, behind um, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Houston is right up there. You can include Dallas too because the third war, the way it has been ran is, is embarrassing to say at least. I don't want to, I wanted to share this with you. Whitmire, a perennial tough on crime voice for decades, heralded Texas regulations over public safety, was declared the victor with 57% coming in. Yes, it was a two to one margarine. All right. With backing from the city fire department and police unions, all right, which was multi-million dollar campaign, Whitmire was the early favorite in the race. The showdown between Whitmire and Jackson Lee illuminates the fault lines within the Democratic Party over how to deal with crime on a local level. Also seen in the mayor races in Los Angeles and New York in recent years. Crime has really become a major issue besides the economy or uh, besides healthcare. So this was in uh, Politico. Um, Amanda Edwards, who um, was also a part of the race, she only had 5%. She was in uh, fourth place. Um, 
a lot of people really wanted Amanda Edwards to become mayor. They would vote for her had it not been for the arrival of Sheila Lee Jackson. You had people like Hillary Clinton. Um, big names came out to support Sheila Lee Jackson. Uh, Brittany Griner and her wife came out in support of Sheila Jackson Lee. Even um, people in the WNBA poured their money in support to Sheila Jackson Lee. And unfortunately, she ended up losing badly. She lost very badly. And there are a lot of people in the black community that has not forgiven Sheila Jackson Lee over the HR um, 40, which was dealing with reparations. When she decided to run for uh, mayor, she turned her back on the bill. All right, she turned her back on the bill and the people remembered it and the people were saying, she's not going to do anything for us. So it was a self-inflicted defeat. Is Whitmore any better? Well, let's go ahead and check out the records, shall we? I'm going to go ahead, look it up. Definitely go ahead and look it up. Whitmire, let's check his record. He says his focus will be increasing the number of police officers on the street and strengthening Houston community policing program, keeping violent criminals behind bars and illegal guns off the streets, equipping each the Houston Police Department to better address mental health situations, enhance the escalating training, providing second chance programs that integrate former offenders back into the community. For Whitmore, Houston is a place for an opportunity. This focus is working with industry to maintain Houston status as energy capital of the world, including renewable energy, continuing to diversify our economy by attracting new jobs to the city, supporting small business by making it easier to open a business, build a facility, and connect to our infrastructure. And he has mentioned in his campaign, streets and water drainage, fixing the streets and reducing traffic congestion, repairing our aging water mains, focusing Metro's transit systems on getting people to work in school. Now he does, okay, take it a little seriously, I guess. But what is his actual record? What is it? Who is it? All right. 
who is he? All right. Let me read it up here. All right. Under pressure from the federal courts, the 1971 legislator drew up Texas' first single-member district plan for the House of Representatives. Whitmire's political science professor, Richard Murray, was the one to inspire him to run for office as illustrated the newly drawn district lines that encompasses Whitmore's I'm sorry, Whitmire's neighborhood. All right. Now, um, his father provided him with a $5,000 loan for his campaign. Hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Um, let me see. Whitmire was appointed by Lieutenant Governor Bob Bullock as chair of the Senate Criminal Justice Committee, where he oversaw reforms to the penal code and increased construction of prisons to a generally favorable reception. Whitmire remains the chair of the 87th Texas Legislature. Yes, he passed legislation to free the Texans who were in prison as a result of the Tulia drug raid. All right. In 2021, Whitmire stirred controversy by responding to questions about the lack of air conditioning in prisons by saying, you know, we can talk all about this all day. It's not going to change. The prisons are hot. They're uncomfortable. And the real solution is don't commit a crime and you stay at home and be cool. We're not going to air condition them. One, we don't want to. Number two, we couldn't afford it if we wanted to. So there has been heat inside the prisons that have killed a lot of people there. They've killed numerous of prisoners. And it cost taxpayers millions and millions of dollars in Houston. So there is a lot of controversy on his crime reform. All right. This is what you're getting out of him. All right. So, yes, he did defeat. Now, in the beginning, Whitmire was leading Sheila Jackson Lee, 42% to 35%. So they had a runoff because it wasn't at 50%. John Whitmore defeated Sheila Jackson Lee, 64% to 35%. That's like a 29-point beatdown, yes. So it was a, yes, it was a beatdown, okay. And Houston is predominantly, excuse me, Houston is predominantly black. And Sheila Lee struggled. She struggled to get the support. All right, here's another one. Whitmire passed legislation to free the Texans. Okay, yeah, I've already read that. The legislation allowed the judge to release the prisoners on bond pending the decision of the Court of Criminals' Appeal. The Tulia defendants in 2003 were freed on bond as provided for in Whitmire's Whitmire's legislation. 
They were pardoned by the governor. So there was a lot of controversy when he said that he refused to provide air conditioning for prisoners. Now, what if the prisoners were falsely accused of something that they didn't commit? All right. They're human beings. They're not animals. They deserve some kind of air condition. All right. Yeah, as they say, you do the crime. Well, if you can do the crime, you can definitely do the time. Yeah, I know that. But they're still human beings. They still need some care. All right. That's the law. All right. That is the law. They have rights. Sheila Jackson Lee, let's um, go ahead and get into her. Who is she? Sheila Jackson Lee, who is um, 73 years old. She was a lawyer and a uh, politician. She was representing the Texas 18th Congressional District and a member of the Democratic Party. She um, ran an unsuccessful campaign as a mayor recently. Let me read this here. Jackson Lee made three unsuccessful attempts at local judgeships before becoming the Houston, Texas municipal judge from 1987 to 1990, along with Sylvia Garcia. Jackson Lee was appointed by then mayor of Houston, Kathy Whitmire. Jackson Lee won at the at-large position for a seat to the Houston City Council serving until 1994. On the City Council, she helped pass a safety ordinance that required parents to keep their guns away from children. She also worked for expanded summer hours at city parks and recreation centers as a way to combat gang violence. All right. She did announce her candidacy in 2023. Um, She had endorsements from notable figures such as outgoing Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner, former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, former presidential candidate Hillary Clinton, WNBA star Brittany Griner. It was star-studded. Whitmire believe it or not, had the endorsement of the Republican. Um, He was a Republican governor. Was it Greg Abbott? Greg Abbott supported Whitmire. As a matter of fact, he congratulated him on um, Twitter. So it was a very interesting mayor race as we talked about it she had built up 
was it was it HR 40 which dealt with reparations but then when she saw that the mayor race was very prestigious to her she turned her back on the bill and decided to run for mayor She urged relations between the U.S. and Venezuela, which she describes as a friendly nation. She said the U.S. should reconsider its ban on selling F-16 fighter jets and spare parts to Venezuela. All right. On this WikiLeaks, Jackson Lee mistakenly Denounced Wikipedia when she meant WikiLeaks. The story concerned the Hillary Clinton email controversy, which you know she got into the middle of. All right, she said, You know that I'm going to first of all denounce the use of this intrusion by Wikipedia through the Russian intrusion. She said later, Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act will violate the Constitution, arguing that the act is constitution under the Commerce Clause, and that repealing it would violate both the Fifth and the Fourteenth Amendments. Now, Lee, she voted present on the Defense of Marriage Act. She supports the LGBTQ rights. She voted for the Matthew. Shepard and James Virginia Hate Crimes Prevention Act. She voted for the Don't Ask, Don't Tell Repeal Act. She supports the Equality Act, the Civil Rights Act. But she also turned her back on the Reparations Act. So now I'm going to give you my thoughts. So sit back, listen, and learn a little bit, everybody. I want to say much love to all of you who are listening. Much love to you. And for those who support me, much love to you. All right, much love. I really want to say thank you. I got nothing but love for all of you. So I want to give y'all my take on this here. I think Whitmire and Jackson Lee are not the right people for Houston. Just going to keep it 100. Neither of them seem like they really, really have the urgency to reach out to the people in Houston. The real reason why Sheila Jackson Lee lost because she doesn't really focus on the district like she's supposed to. She is so into getting endorsements. She was so interested in her campaign that she actually neglects her district. There are sources who used to live in Houston. They tell me she neglected neglected the people 
And when she turned her back on the H.R. 40 bill of reparations, they decided, hey, enough is enough. We're going to set this one up. A lot of black people, I think it was one third in Houston, or right at it, decided not to vote, decided to set this one out. And because of that, it cost Sheila Lee Jackson the mayor's race. And also, too, it was very, like I said, it was self-inflicted. As she had stick to her word, she would be mayor right now. But instead, she is now becoming a growing list of Democrats that say one thing, but don't act out when it's really come time to pass a bill. Alright, she really hasn't been proven on the economy. She hasn't really been proven on street crimes. She's not a proven she's not a proven candidate. She's been in um, office for what, almost 40 years and has yet to be really proven as far as her significant bill that she has passed that will stick with her. She doesn't have that. Neither does Whitmore. Neither does him. So the Democratic Party is in major trouble. People see, okay, the Democrats might be up in 2022 and 2023, but in the year 2024, Trump is coming back. Trump is coming back in full force. All right. Trump has been a proven president. You guys don't have to like him. You don't even have to love him. But some of the things he did, he has shown and proved to get it done, especially the stimulus, especially on border control, especially in policing. Before COVID, the economy was actually at its highest peak since Clinton. It was at its highest peak. People were living good. A lot of people had a stress-free life. Everybody was doing good. All kinds of races. All right. There wasn't much foreign aid going around. You saw that press conference where... Trump told Zelensky that Obama gave you pillowcases and sheets. That's a president that puts his country first. You don't have to like him. You don't have to love him. But he stepped up at crucial moments. goes to show you that Houston has a long ways to go to fixing their problem. If this is who they elected in Whitmire, then I feel that the city is going to need major, major, major work and major, major prayer. Alright. 
two wrong can eggs, two wrong for the city. That's right. So Houston, you're gonna have to deal with it. You have to hold yourself accountable for the people who you elect. Just like people have to be held accountable for the president that was elected in 2020. I don't represent any political party. I just represent the truth. I'm for the party of truth. I am indeed party for the righteous truth to help everybody. That's right. So Sheila Jackson Lee, she did it to herself. And you see Democrats, even our president, all across the globe or all across this country, I might say. Not across the globe, but across the country. They focus so much on the LBTG or LGBTQ rights. They were the main focus. And they say that the black women or black men or black people are the backbone of the party well the good black people here in this country are treated as third class citizens you have pimped them successfully black people have to be held accountable too for falling for the okie doke when you fall for the okie doke then this is what happens the people in Chicago are fed up. And the people of Chicago, they had to suffer because they made the wrong decisions. The wrong decisions on who they wanted to elect. But they have finally woken up. They have woken up and found that they made a mistake. Are they going to just automatically run to the Republicans or independents? No, not necessarily. But it means that they are tired of the Democratic Party. They really are. And the Democratic Party, their time is up with Black America. This is all over for them. It really is. You have to get over it. Y'all have to get over to you Republicans and Democrats. Trump is coming back. Donald Trump is coming back. Okay, we can say, okay, Biden has been historically bad, not only as a senator, but as vice president and as a president. Okay, fine. But I think people underestimate the genius of Trump sometimes. And yes, Biden, his performance really helps Trump out too. But let's not forget some of the things that Trump has done as far as with the border. As far as with um, the auto industry. He's been getting a lot of praises from it. He has been giving a lot of credit for fixing an economy that was going straight to hell 
and I want to, and I actually want to get into this story. Oh, I, oh, oh, I, I got to get into this here. Joe Biden, President Joe Biden has approved more money to go to the Ukraine. Ooh, you guys got to hear this. I'm going to. Yes, yes, I, I gotta report this. Just uh, some stories about him. Well, let's tell it like it is, everybody. Let's tell it like it is. Joe Biden is trying to approve more money. Was it 200 million to go to the Ukraine? That has left Zelensky smiling from ear to ear. Smiling. All right. And a lot of people in Congress, both Democrat and Republican, are not happy with them. Not happy. As far as wanting to um, approve that funding to the Ukraine, which is technically an act of treason. It is. Like, in that treason, by law, if you are elevating or aiding a country that goes against America that is considered treason him give, him giving Zelensky undisclosed amount of money millions to the Ukraine is an act of treason and it should be an act of impeachment I'm going to get into it right now y'all I'm going to get into it yes Here on the USA Today by Ken Tron. Republican investigators are projecting confidence about their impeachment investigation into President Joe Biden after the House formally authorized the push, even as it lacks the evidence supporting their allegations. You do actually have evidence, all right? Him sending billions and millions of dollars to the Ukraine and other countries and building their military, it should be looked into, it should be investigated. All right, the economy here is weakened, the dollar, the value of the dollar is. Is declined. The value of money here is about, it still has weight, but it's about to become a laughing stock. All right, you don't see China wanting to give billions of dollars to other countries. All right, 
you don't see Russians doing it. But Joe Biden is doing it. Joe Biden is aiding countries in Israel and Hamas that are in war. In war with each other. Which is a catastrophe to world peace. And there are going to be people who say, you're being one-sided. Your reporting is very one-sided. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. But what I will say, I'm for the truth. And Biden has done a lot of horrible things since he has became president. His son is being investigated for his money laundering to other countries. And now he's trying to be vindicated. He wants all the charges to be dropped. There's a lot of things going on. A lot of things going on that is not, it's not pretty. And that's why the Republicans have decided to go along with this impeachment inquiry, which is needed. Well, I'm not a fan of the Republican Party. I will never forgive the Republican Party for rejecting student loan forgiveness and allowing their PPE loans to be forgiven. I will never forgive them, ever. But in this particular situation, I'm not really against them. As a matter of fact, I'm not against them for this impeachment inquiry of Biden. But most importantly, they need to do an impeachment inquiry on the press secretary. I'm telling you, I've never seen a press secretary this unprofessional. Miss Karen Jean or whatever her name is. Every free press has a right to ask a question. You do not brush them off or deny them because their beliefs, their stories differ from your agenda. The press secretary is the worst I've ever seen and they need to do some kind of impeachment on them. That's the person who actually needs to go to. And then you have a drag Christmas in the White House. We are living in troubling times. I don't have really anything against the LGBTQ. But to be quite honest, many of them, many of them, have turned their backs on their creator. That's my real issue with them. All right, you try to impose your sexuality on children. Uh Uh-uh. They should basically go to jail and get the death penalty on that part. They sure, they sure do. 
people, I want you to understand. The people who you vote for can affect not only us, but can affect our economy, can affect laws moving forward. It can affect how the police officers, the judges, or anything like that. It, it can really affect the way how we run things here. All right, policemen can do whatever they want to. Can be as cocky, arrogant, abusive. It's up to us to fight against them, but do it the legal way or do it the smart way. Sometimes we have to be tactical. Be tactical in order to get what you want. Sometimes going after something with emotion is not a good strategy. Emotions can get you killed, but emotions can make you lose money. It can make you lose your mind. Well, everybody... I am going to close out on the next segment. So sit back and relax as I continue on this wonderful journey of inner visions of a political side hustler. Let's get it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome back. I just wanted to share this with everybody. I love and I support small businesses. All right. I know a lot of people who is my IG friends, like Dash T-Shirt Consignor, Bees Organics, Karma's Paradise LLC, Elevate with Vern, Hypnotic Skincare, Chastity Solomon, um, Miss Lawn Will. I've grown a great relationship with them. And especially Warriors Dreams Cosmetics. I love her. Um, very brilliant people. I enjoy interacting with them. And I wanted to show my love and appreciation to them. They have worked extremely hard on their craft. They are doing so well in their business. Their business has been getting a lot of great reviews. But one in particular is Lovable Creations, who has been doing a fabulous job as far as tumblers and other accessories. Tiana Taylor has supported Lovable Creations. A few other well-known people have shown love to Lovable Creations. She has been fabulous in the Alabama community and y'all show her some love and support. Definitely, definitely proud of her. Definitely. The one person who I thought was 
a friend who I thought was like a sister. I'll keep your name out of it. You know, you did help me develop into speaking better on the microphone or doing better lives. You have given me a lot of tips and I've appreciated you for it. We were very, very close until recently. You've decided to hire a person for your business because you're developing your own business as a promoter, which is wonderful, which is great. I'm real happy. I'm real proud of you. Your website manager named Dominique says something that was truly out of bounds and truly unprofessional. Talking about blocking me because I've added you on promoting my podcast. Now, if it's over money, cool. I totally understand. You know, definitely will send you some love offering. But your office, or not office, but your website manager threatened to block me over something that we've always done as far as you know tagging each other on our businesses we've always done it but by your website manager to block me or try to block me and spread hateful message about me it's totally unacceptable and it had to be approved by you This will be the last time I will talk about it. This will be the last time I will say it. I'm not going to put your name out there. But as far as I'm concerned, you just go your way and I will go my way. We won't be doing business with each other ever again. And if we do, we have a long, long, serious talk about it. All right? I wish you nothing but the best. All right. And I want you to know, choose your people wisely. That's right. Another type, excuse me, another take that I wanted to talk about. My love for the Don Nicoleone show. I love this woman, Donna Coleone. I love Nefertiti surviving the game. I love Twink Star, Sister Zena. I love you guys. And honestly, I miss y'all. I really do. Y'all have really changed my mindset ever since I've started consistently watching the show. You ladies are brilliant. And I love y'all dearly. All right? I really do. Everybody else who is associated with WJG. In the chat rooms, the organization, I have nothing but love for you. I got nothing but love for you. I miss you guys. And I know you guys have business ventures that y'all are focusing on. Yes, that is totally understandable. I don't blame you one bit. Don. 
I will let Dawn explain to you guys about the future of the show. Because if I say it, you know, I don't want her to get mad, so I will let her say it. Alright. Her show is legendary. Her show is by far one of the best I've ever heard as far as podcasting is concerned. The woman can tell you story for two days straight without taking a break. That's how great she is. Knows her subject. Knows the storylines. She knows a lot of things. She knows the laws. She knows financing. Don is a brilliant human being. Probably one of the smartest people that you will ever listen to on a podcast. Do I want the Don Nicoleone show to be back? Yes, I do. As a fan, yes, I do. All right. Do I want hot damn politics to come back? Yes, I do. I love listening to their every message because you learn something new every single day. I started to smarten up politically when I listened to the Donna Colion show. When they talk about defending Trump, I thought these ladies lost their damn minds. I really thought they were crazy. All right, when a few things happened, when Trump said things that he was going to do, and he accomplished it, and I did some extension with the research, I had a change of heart. I had to look things in a different perspective. My extensive research on Trump, I had to really look at things different. I wasn't for any party. I still am not for any party. I am partyless. But now I can respect and understand the movements that Trump has made. Thanks to WGAG Radio. They've given us information to research on. And a light bulb has just switched on for me. So I miss you guys. I love y'all. Hopefully y'all come back soon. But you have to do what's best for you and your family. Business comes first. And I definitely understand. So much love to the WGAG crew. I love you. Always. And that will be it for the podcast. I will probably put in another episode tomorrow. So this is going to be fun. This is going to be exciting. And later I will announce the next episode of the podcast. So until next time, y'all be blessed. Y'all stay safe because yearning, learning is what we do. Much love, everybody.